Hey, this is Glenn. Welcome to another episode of Difficult Questions. This one, it's a light one, suicide. And I don't even have an interesting framing for a question for this. I'm just going to call it suicide because suicide has touched my life a couple of times and definitely touched the people around me uh, a few times. And I, I wanted to talk about it because it's heavy and some things are never said about it. Uh, we have this, this, this thing where you can only approach it a certain way because you don't want to encourage people to commit suicide. Period. So don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And that's great, right? That, that, that sentiment comes from uh, wanting to preserve life, which is awesome. But we never get to look at the other side of it. So I just wanted to talk about that stuff. But again, in this world... Don't commit suicide. We, 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 we have struggles with that. And in, in no way am I personally saying, hey, you should commit suicide. Because uh, no, <laughs> it's not a good thing. So with that said, we'll look into it. Um, and we'll use a couple of points in my life as 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 launching points in into this uh i i ultimately as i was doing research for this <clears throat> suicide is is something that we 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 absolutely don't accept because as as staunch as some people are about my body my choice when you are a human being you belong to the society around you. And so when you don't appreciate your life, you are a threat to other people who appreciate their lives because you're supposed to appreciate your life. And even though they may not actively be a participant in your life, by ending your life, by choosing to end your life, you are dragging that society down. You are making that society sad. So in general, we do not condone suicide because it's a downer, man, <laughs> right? So that said, I want to look into the logistics. There are points where we can accept suicide. For example, suicide bombers for, for some uh, governments. If your government tells you, go commit suicide, kamikaze bombers in, in World War II or some of the Middle East countries that are, are propagating suicide bombing for the, the greater good. So life is important until it's not. And what's really interesting to me is it's okay if someone tells you that you need to end your life, but it's not okay if you tell someone that you need to end your life, which 
in my world of my body, my choice of, of, of super independence, uh, never made sense to me. It was always this, this logical hitch, but it goes into your body is part of the greater society as far as humans are concerned. Even when you try to pull yourself out of that society, and, and I know because I do I, what I call is really good catch and release. So I am involved in a community, but then I have no problem pulling away from that community. Fortunately, I've never been suicidal. I, I'm, I'm emotionally stable, so even depression has really only really touched me a little bit, but at no point did I want to end my life or even entertain it. But I realized that as much even as I pull away from people as a habit, as a thing that I've done my whole life, people are still connected to me. And whatever I do means something to someone that I ever thought would would mean to them. I never thought that would be a thing, but it, it is because we are a communal being. We are, we are society, whether we like it or not. So whatever I do affects another person. And so I think that's why suicide is so difficult for people. Now we're going to talk about people that want to commit suicide and some people, as my dad would say, are just broken and we don't have a solution for them. Uh, it could be mental illness. It could be absolute depression. I was listening to people that deal with suicide and they said a lot of people that are suicidal really don't have a, a desire for either life or death. It's kind of this ambivalence. And that's where the danger point is, because if they die, it's not a big deal. To them, And so it just takes a little bit to push them over the edge, a little bit of an opportunity. And I think some of them are cries for help. Some of them are feeling lonely. Some of them don't want to commit suicide. Uh, some of them can be brought back. Some of them are not broken. Uh, specific story, a friend of mine she had a successful young life. She was a child actor and up until, and then she went into marketing and was successful in that endeavor. And up until probably her mid thirties, she was successful, but she had also in college got into uh, overuse of alcohol and her father had died when she was early. Talk about a person affecting another person. You know, her father passing away really affected her. And so between the combination of just this habit of building alcohol use and, and depression of losing her father and what that meant, and I think this contentious relationship she had built with her mother throughout her life, when she had problems getting work, all of a sudden that threw her into kind of this depression where she just went into alcoholism. And she would do this thing where she would get really sad when she got drunk and she was talking to her mother once on the phone and threatened to commit suicide. So her mother called the police in a, in a protective move. 
But now she, she was already embarrassed of her where her life went. And she had police making her a criminal because that's what police, that's her job. Everybody is, everybody they are in contact with is breaking the law in some way. And committing suicide is illegal. So they arrested her and put her in restraints and, and, and walked her. She had to do the perp walk through her apartment building, which was extra embarrassing to her. She didn't know these police officers. They just had been called. So they don't know her. Now they think, now she thinks they think that she's a worthless person. She thinks she's a worthless person. And now she has to go spend time in, um, in confinement in, in the program, uh, what is it called? 5150, where they detain her for a few days. And so she's in observation. And she ended up from there, from that embarrassing embarrassment, just going down and down and down in this downward spiral of life. And I'm not worth living. And, and I've done extensive work with the homeless. And, and I see this depression in people and this stopping point, this barrier to success that people throw in, them in, in, in their way. And it's kind of an emotional barrier to success. So I've seen that a lot. And uh, she ended up having to go live with her mother, who she had a contentious relationship with, and then was just not getting better. And at one point, she kind of, we, we, we weren't talking, and she moved away. And I got this call, this drunk call from her. And she was going to commit suicide. And she was giving me a call. And of course, it's a plea for help. She's, she's calling out to me, to someone that she hasn't talked to in a while. And she kept saying, you don't understand. And she kept saying, I don't know why I called you. And I told her, I know why I, you called me, because I listened to you. And that's the social need that we have. I, I validate you. I'm telling you, you're a worthwhile human being. And you called me because you need to hear that from somebody. And she kept saying, I don't understand. And I said, well, yeah, I do understand because I, I pretty much understand. We've, we've talked extensively. You've shared with me a lot. And I understand where you're coming from. And let's talk through this. And I was able to leverage my position as her friend and kind of a little bit of, of rationalizing with her. But I also said, you've now called me. You've entered me into this illegal act of committing suicide. So if you actually commit suicide, they're going to look at your phone. They're going to look and see that you talked to me last. And all of a sudden, I'm implicated in this mess that you're creating. Plus, if you're in this hotel room and if you are going to end your life, why would you do that for the cleaning staff? Why would you leave that for the cleaning staff to come and see? Because again, your actions affect others around you, whether we like it or not. So I was able to get her to tell me that she wasn't going to commit suicide. And then I was able to get contact with her after in the afternoon to let me know that she wasn't going to commit suicide. Or, I'm sorry, the evening. But then her mother found out again and the police took her away because she called the police. 
that was another thing my friend said, please don't call the police. And I thought, okay, but you're, you're making, you're putting me in a very difficult position. But then again, I need to think about her. And I think that we as people want, we think about us. I, I've been reading a, a, for another friend of mine, her father committed suicide, her stepfather, and she was immensely broken up. And she would post things online. You know, I would rather listen to you talk than, than read your eulogy. Well, that's back on you. You know, why, why would this person stay alive for you? And I think that we, we always think about ourselves because that's who we are, but we need to reach out and think about that other person. Now, I want to go over some people that are broken, specifically schizophrenic or chronic illness where they're in chronic pain and they just want it to end. But, but society can't let them. We want to fix it. We will rebuild you. We may not know how, but it's worth trying, right? And so there are some people that are stuck in purgatory of not being able to end the chaos that is their life because society won't allow it. And I don't know that that is moral. I, I remember listening to a, uh, a story about a kid that for some reason, his whole life, he didn't have a, a hard life from, from what his parents said, but he always wanted to end it. He just always did. And he would always try. And through his life up until I think he was 19, 20, 21, he would had made these attempts and his, his family tried to get him support and they tried to get him well, but he just wasn't. He'd always relapse back into just wanting to end his life. And finally, when he was in college, he jumped out the window and he ended his life. And I just thought, wow, some people are broken. Some people, there's just no way that you're going to derail them from wanting to end their life. On the other hand, I was just listening to another story of this guy that was was schizophrenic and tortured, absolutely tortured soul. And he tried to kill himself and he ended up just breaking every bone in his body. And so he, now he's he's in a mental health care unit in a body cast. So his life is worse. And, you know, I the, the an, uh, euthanasia, mercy killing is a whole other subject. But I just thought, man, of all the people that not only is this guy mentally tortured, he's hearing voices, he can't concentrate, he doesn't like his life, he tries to end it and he fails, and now he's physically broken. I mean, how insane are, is that situation? And then our, our construct of... Of, men, of healthcare is, you know, never let a man down. Let, we're we're going to save you. We're going to repair you as best we can. We're going to keep this, we're going to keep it going because that is important. And I just think, oh, that's a rough life. It's even rougher. So I don't have the answer. Um, and, you know, some, when I, when I even try to talk about suicide, people get really upset because somehow it impacts them. Somehow someone is depressed. Somehow someone they know has committed suicide, has harmed themselves, and that, that hurts them. And yes, it does. But 
it's also them. So what do we do? How do we deal with this? And I think that we try and all we can do is try. It's such a difficult question, but I wonder if we should also pay attention to what their needs are as well as instead of our needs. Cause I see that a lot. I see that the society's needs for them to stay alive is more important than their need for what they need in their life. What are your thoughts, man? This one was heavy. Thanks for listening. <laughs>